Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Here's a PSA for everybody. Brad Pitt is trash. Yeah, he he is trash. He dated Gwyneth. They broke up. Then he was like, Gwyneth was kind of trash. He dated Mary Jennifer Aniston. They broke up. Then he was like, oh, she's kind of trash. Now Angelina Jolie, oh, she's trash. Maybe you're the one that's fucking trash, dude. And then to disrespect us with the long Honestly, no, he looked cute in Troy with the long hair. No, in Troy, I just watched Troy on a bus to Maryland. It's, well, it's a garbage it's movie. It's one of the worst movies <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. That and Gods of Egypt. Because if I see one more movie about white people in ancient times. True. When it wasn't white people, I'm going to go protest. <laughs> This is my Selma, dude. Hey, 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 hey. It's Arnold. Just kidding. It's me, Phoebe Robinson. And it's your girl, Jessica Williams. And we've got a brand new episode of Two Dope Queens from WNYC Studios for all you football heads out there. (laughs) And we're all hot and bothered and slathered up and gooped up and... (laughs) drenched down we're wet (laughs) because we have an amazing new epi and we're about to bring it to you we got dan soder who is a tall drink of two percent milk (laughs) (laughs) he knows it yeah we got josh johnson who despite the name is black and yummy like some chocolate like fair trade chocolate from trader joe's oh delicious yeah yeah and then sarah telemosh who is a dream woman so boom So, let's hit it. Who put out, like, this flight of beers in the front of the stage? Anybody else? I'm going to be so fucking wasted five minutes into the show. (laughs) How were all of them? Um, I hate beer, so that was the worst moment of my life. (laughs) Beer is so fucking nasty. It's gross. I wish that I liked it just because it seems cost efficient. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also I like, like, the culture of, like, chug, chug, chug. Ah, I'm going to smash it on my head. I don't like that culture at all. There's something about it. (laughs) Yeah. But then what's this? It's a vodka sodes? Yeah, that. I was like, yeah, buddy. I want to drink anything that tastes like a Capri Sun. <laughs> like any sort of like apple teeny or something. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I want it. Oh. I tried, like I always try new alcohol and then I remember it's like, oh, most of it's poison trash. Right. I do, uh, what is it, Skinny Girl by Bethany Frankel. Which yes. Is it's the most basic. It, it, Dude, I'm so basic when I drink that. I'm like, Skinny Girl. Skinny Girl is dope, though, because you can, like, get it at, like, a Walgreens and have right. a moment. But you could also, right. like, go to, like, an actual nice liquor store and get some Skinny Girl. Right. It's very, uh, everyone judges you no matter where you buy I it. I mean. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to carry this, but thank you for purchasing it. They're like, uh, <laughs> they literally force us to order these because yeah. of the amount of, like, fucking people like you who walk in here. <laughs> and order it. Yeah. Yeah, the skinny girls come pre-mixed, right? They come pre-mixed, and I like them because I'm always like, I'm a person who's always like, I, this is this is a month that I'm going to like lose some weight, and then like <laughs> I don't do it. So <laughs> I'm always like, I'm going to start with, I'm going to cut back on the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the big one. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, I'll have a skinny yeah. girl, and it's mm-hmm. like, fine, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like electrolytes, basically, at that yeah. point. It's literally like the Gatorade of alcohol. Right. <laughs> Gatorade is, like, so trash. Yeah. Like, I love... Like, there's no way that yeah. it's good for you. No, like, I terrible. love a fucking, like, frost. Like, recently I got, like, a cold for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, guess it's time to get some motherfucking Gatorade. Yeah. So I just got, like, all of the blues and purples. And I was like, damn, this is 
dope. Oh and I gained God. like seven pounds. <laughs> you could do vitamin zero. I was really into vitamin oh, zero for yes. a really long time. Yes. And I'd be like, I see people at the gym and I'd be like, you know, you're doing cardio, but you're like, you're drinking vitamin regular. So like that's basically you're erasing the work you did. You should get to zero. And everyone's like, go fuck yourself. And I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm more of a zero girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they have the, the vitamin one that's really good is that triple X one. Have you ever had oh, it? Oh, yeah, that like, is Like, no good. relation to the film franchise, yeah. but also... <laughs> I yeah. wonder if there was, like, ever a tie-in to the triple X films. There probably was. Like... And, oh, my God. Those did movies... you ever see those? No. <laughs> I did because my, I, my dad is, like, very into fighting things. Right. And so I grew up watching really terrible action films. Yeah, yeah. I, my dad loves Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Um, yeah. And I'm more of a Steven Seagal kind of person. So there's a <laughs> I rival. I love that that's where you do. Yeah, it was like East Coast, West Coast in our house. Like, you know, Literally what I mean? there was a lot of, lot of tough uh, dinners. But um, yeah, my dad likes, like, he loves, like, Vin Diesel. Like, he loves, like, Fast and Furious. Like, he, he's yeah. a very, he's a smart guy. He's, like, so just with it in so many ways. But he loves, like, all of, like, Vin Diesel's, like, collection of work oh sick me too we have that in common oh gosh okay I, no i mean i mean the fast and the furious movies are like truly a ride every yeah. single time i love it do you follow vin diesel on like any sort of social media at all no I, it's pretty I delightful it's delightful like between him and the rock they're both just like positive ass dudes right that are always like i saw the rock posted something late last night where he's like working on that new uh, Hawaiian Disney movie. And he's yeah. like, hey, y'all, it's me, The Rock. I got to do a song with Lin-Manuel. And I, it was like a dream come true, obviously. <laughs> and that's like all on his Instagram. Yeah, like, it's no, just one video. He's cute. But he's like being like charming. I also just love that like his baby mama, he's like really good friends with still. Yeah. And they're like so supportive of each other. It's really cute. I love that. It's great. He has, they're really cute. He's so enthusiastic about life. Yeah. I, I just, I'm like, can you redate? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it would just be um, so intense. I feel like we've talked about right. possibly dating The Rock well, before. Right. I feel like, okay. <laughs> it's has come up quite a bit. Right. Just. Because I've been a fan of him for, because I used to watch wrestling yeah. um, for a really long time. Do not judge me. It used to no, be really, dude, it was really, really was good. Dope. It was really, really good. And then The Rock and Stone Cold left and they got bad. But yeah. then try to fix it with John Cena and I was like, oh, no. No. Um, no. But uh, yeah, no, I really do think that The Rock and I would be a great power couple. <laughs> like a power couple? What right. is the, what? What is the empire between the two of okay, you? Okay, so here's the like, deal. Who divides the expenses? Where do you right. live? Okay, here's the deal. So I'm a New York Times bestselling author now. So I think officially... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay, so I have that on my resume now. Yep. And then yep, we yep, yep. also, two dope queens, obviously. Hamilton adjacent, obviously, like... <laughs> We're like literally the Hamilton of Gowanus. Right. Like we're going, we're going to win like a Nobel Peace Prize. Like Oprah's going to invite us to her compound. Like we know this already. So, so I have that in the rock. He's, he's doing stuff with Kevin Hart. He's doing like a lot of movies. Sure. And I feel like, you know, he's, he's smart and I'm smart. Yes. And he watched that video that we did. We were talking about me like having sex with him and having to go to the hospital. No, he didn't. Pass. Yeah, he did. What? Are he you tweeted serious? about it. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. What did he say? We, okay, so the joke was that it was like... I was going to go to the hospital because he was going to break my hip. And, <laughs> and then the joke was like... All right, if anybody calls me and they say Phoebe's in the hospital, I'm just going to be like, when does she smash the rock and where I'm on my way? <laughs> and so then so he, what did he, say? he quoted the, the, the tweet and did like uh, three cry laughing emojis. Girl, bye. And he was... <laughs> and then he, it was something like funny because uh, uh, it's true or something like that. <laughs> it was something... It what? was something... <laughs> He, like, aggressively flirted. <laughs> but that, I, I didn't feel like that was a flirt. I just feel like he was, like, in on the joke and, like, the three Dude, of us, like, you LOL. G- you gotta, like, take the signs. You gotta take the signs. 
I know. Like The Rock literally tweeted. Okay, wait. So, <laughs> so my Scorpion Queen, like, yeah. continue. <laughs> But so that was it. And I just wrote back like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, Jess and I are huge fans of yours. Thank you for watching the video. Super chill and very profesh. It's cute. That is so funny. Yeah. Wow. And then this guy, this random, like, There's guy. Always... He wrote back and he was like, he was like, the rock is in a relationship. How dare you? <laughs> He's like the world's biggest rock fan. <laughs> he was like, that's so disrespectful. I was like, I also joked about fucking like Alexander Hamilton. Like, like the, he's dead for several years. Like, like the most years. Of everybody that we <laughs> joked about fucking, like the rock being the one. Like you did like James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I like that empire. Yeah. All right, all right. I need like a power, like a power couple, like a power man. What are you looking for in a power spouse? Um, power. Right. <laughs> Natch. Um, to feel to feel creatively like understood and fulfilled. Okay. Great. So you want someone who's like, what about you and Donald Glover? Okay, okay. I mean, okay. Atlanta's one of the best shows in like yeah, the past yeah, yeah, decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's super cute, and he can rap and sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's okay. got perfect skin. All right. I'm taller com- than him. I'm right taller to- than him. He'll motorboat, though. No, I He'll don't need motorboat. to be motorboated 24-7. Contrary <laughs> to popular belief, I don't need it. Well, okay, so you want someone taller. I mean, that's, okay. I mean, that's my minimum requirement. Is he just- it's like not a Republican taller than me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh... Not racial. What? Idris Elba's pretty. Yeah, I mean, yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so let me talk about me and Idris, okay? Yeah. <laughs> He's older. So we split hot. time. Cute. Between um, the UK, uh, London, ever heard of it? And <laughs> um, Brooklyn, right? Cute. And we're going to get one of those um, coffee filter things that are like glass, like a Chemex. Oh, that's like and your we're first... gonna like slow pour every morning. Wow, that's... and we're going to. That's um... a detail that I don't think we needed to know. <laughs> it's literally the first thing that popped in my head was like slow pours, and so we're gonna slow pour every morning. Great, making like unbreaking eye contact to yeah. connect, and so we're gonna pour, okay. and then we're gonna cheers. Great. And then we're going to sip our coffee and look at each other. Great. To make sure, so that I can make sure he's not fucking anybody else. <laughs> that is great. And, um, um, yeah, that's mostly it. I mean, we're just both going to be acting. We're going to, like, run lines with each other before auditions. Like, his <laughs> are going to be, like, for, like, James Bond, and mine are going to be for, like, black cop number two. And... <laughs> It's like, mines are going to be like no-name people. <laughs> it's like Shere Khan in the Jungle Book 6. <laughs> I like, this is, a good, this is a good situation. So that's it. I mean, that's it for me. I mean, right. as long as we're like connecting every morning over like slow pour coffee. <laughs> uh, Aegis also has a child, so... Why would you throw that in last minute like that? <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, no disrespect, but also like I'm not trying to you don't pop even, out any babies. But you, you gotta be a stepmom. I'm gonna be a stepmom to The Rock's two kids. Okay. Alright, if you're gonna be a stepmom, yeah, then I'll be a stepmom her. because that way we can meet every now and then and be like, oh my gosh, my, kid, my stepkids. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they, they call me a bitch today. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut up, Jessica, you bitch. Go fix your edges. <laughs> Why don't you get your hair redone? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That's like cutting. I yeah. don't know. Uh, it's really sad, but my grandma passed away a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it's okay. She lived like an amazing, beautiful, long life. And uh, anyway, so she she passed away. But one of the la- one of the last people that she spoke to, the the actual last person that she spoke to, was my cousin Kimmy. And my cousin Kimmy is like in her forties, single mom, but like a badass, like killing it in every way. Um, and my grandma, like the last, this is the last thing she ever said. And yeah. she turns to my cousin Kimmy and she's like, Kimmy, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and Kimmy was like, 
no, I don't. I don't have a boyfriend. She's like, why not? And he's like, well, I, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm doing. You know, I'm like a badass lady. I'm working on. She's like, okay. She was like, you should try and get you a boyfriend. And then that was it. <laughs> so Kimmy got roasted by Grandma. <laughs> so I can't wait to see her tomorrow and be like, Kimmy. <laughs> She got fucking... Aww. That was the last thing my grandma my was like, bye. Yes. <laughs> there are so many grandchildren to choose from and, like, roast. Yeah, I love And, like, that. nieces and nephews, and she just fucking roasted Did her. Did she ever roast you or no? No, no, she didn't. I think she was always just really proud. Of, she was just always really proud Aww, of it. I was like, cute. big city girl. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to going to Ohio in the morning and like fucking roasting Kimmy to death. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a, even though it's going to be a tough time, we're going to have a good time being with everyone. It'll be It'll nice. Be, It'll be it will be, really, be very really nice. nice. You guys ready for more show? We have a fantastic lineup for you guys tonight. I'm so excited. So good. To bring out our next act, he's very, very funny. He performs all over the country. He's been on Inside Amy Schumer. He had a one-hour special on Comedy Central. Please give it up for Dan Soto. Guys, one more time for Phoebe and Jessica, everybody. Excuse me, excuse me. One more time for Jessica Elba and Phoebe Rock. <laughs> That is a very powerful name, Phoebe Rock. That sounds like a powerful name or a fitness trainer. Get those love handles off you. Thank you for coming in out of the rain. Uh, I'm a pothead, so this is my weather. (laughs) I like anything where I can sleep all day and not feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, sorry, summer people. Time to put those uh, bodies away. It's the pothead time. Fucking sleep all day in sweatpants. Fuck you, sexy people. <laughs> they, just o- they just opened a CrossFit across the street from my house in Queens. So now every afternoon I just get stoned and watch people flip tires. <laughs> I'm like a shitty construction foreman. I'm like, keep building. <laughs> I've never liked summer. I've never liked warm weather because I don't have tank top confidence. And as a man, that's debilitating. It just, you know, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. I think that's like a different level of confidence. If you're a straight man and you can leave the house in a tank top, you're a fucking superhero to me. You're the most confident man in the world. Walk outside like, let the sun kiss my shoulders. I've never been able to leave the house in a tank top. Every time I try, I'm like, this is dumb. I look dumb. I have the arms of a fat five-year-old. There's no definition. It's all tricep acne. It's my white trash birthmark, okay? That's how you know I'm dubbed T. I take off the shirt, you see the tricep acne, you're like, you've spent a Thanksgiving in a single white. Hey. Funny, yeah. Some people took it sad. It's hilarious. I think you're like given an innate amount of... I don't know where that confidence comes from to get tank top confidence, but I want it. Oftentimes, when I see a guy out of the house in a tank top, one of my first thoughts is always like, I bet he's friends with his dad. <laughs> like legitimately friends with him. Like he can call him at any moment like, Dad, are you there? He's like, of course I'm here, son. I've always been here. <laughs> now take off those sleeves and go outside. <laughs> You've got pussy to crush. I'm assuming that's what people in tank tops say. I don't talk like that. I'm a hoodie man. We call it making love. I, I actually heard, it, it astounded me that I heard another man say that. I was at a bar in uh, Tempe, Arizona, and I heard a guy say that. He goes, I'm looking to crush some puss. She's like, I don't think that's what women want, dude. Uh, I'm not going to speak for women, but I was raised primarily by women. Never once did they bring that up. (laughs) They're like, I want respect, I want equal pay, and an occasional pussy crushing. (laughs) It's very fair, Aunt Karen. It's very fair. (laughs) 
I think that would scare the shit out of me. If I met a girl that was like, destroy my vagina. I feel like you should call your dad. I just, I don't know. I don't know if that'll solve it. Tempe, Arizona. That's where I heard that. That's like a very Tempe, Arizona crush puss. Arizona really is just the shittiest state in the union. If you're, if you're from there, I'm sorry God did that to you. I lived there for five years, and it's just awful. I lived in Tucson, so you get it. Yeah, see? That's a guttural reaction. It's just a bunch of angry, sunburnt white people. It's like, all oh, these Mexicans are here. You're like, yeah, it used to be Mexico. They're supposed to be here. You're not. That's why you're burnt all the time. <laughs> Go back to the Great Lakes and eat curdled cheeses. It's fucking weird. I don't know. It's that American sexuality is like perfectly exists in Arizona. That weird, like, America's like horny, but in a bad way. Do you understand? Like, American horniness is fucking creepy. It's just creepy. Europe does it right. In France, they're like, I want to make love to you. You come here, it's like through their teeth, like, want a butt fuck on a dumpster? No. No, not at all. Good Lord, what is that? That's too much tank top confidence. (laughs) You can have too much of it. As a man, you can have way too much tank top confidence. Then you grow a man bun and become an asshole. I felt the half of the room shut down on that one. (laughs) I'll give the man bun this. At least you see it coming. Guy turns the corner in a man bun. You're like, okay, I don't like you. Just saying, it's nice it's out in the open. It's better than the ponytail. That's a sneaky-ass haircut. You ever had a long, involved conversation with a man and then realized he had a ponytail? It's a fucking game-changer. First half of the conversation, I'm hanging on every word. Like, this guy is so successful. His hair's all slicked back. (laughs) Then he moves his head, and you're like, oh, fuck you, a ponytail? Better be a Taekwondo instructor. Or an excellent keyboardist. <laughs> Those are the only two answers. I think, I think uh, tank top confidence, like, I think it led, I think it's the genesis of catcalling. I think tank top confidence is what led to catcalling, which is just, you know, as a man, I find catcalling absolutely fucking disgusting. I really do. I find street harassment disgusting, and I think it's awful. And as a man, I am blown away by the confidence that these men possess in their penises. That their initial reaction to a beautiful woman is just to shout off her dick. That's crazy. They just see a hot girl like, I'm going to fuck you. That's nuts. I always react to beautiful women like I just missed the subway. I'm like... Oh, god damn it. Fuck. And then someone walks a fat bulldog by me. I'm like, look at that ass. I'm gonna grab that ass. Shake that thick shit. <laughs> yeah, you got a thick bulldog? Don't bring it around me. <laughs> Oddly, that sentence, I'm not gonna fuck a bulldog. I want you to... Uh, Miami, Florida has a lot of tank top confidence. That's why, that's why God's drowning it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. I'm just blown away. I read a news article recently that they said Miami, Florida will be completely underwater in 20 years. That is fucking crazy to think of history classes when they're teaching children about the lost city of Miami. Then eventually a student's going to be like, hey, what were the people doing as their city just slipped into the sea? <laughs> Cocaine and rollerblading, mostly. Uh, uh, there, were, uh, there were a lot of pool parties with DJs, Adam. That's kind of fucked up. 
Uh, I just went through the second breakup with the same girl. So, yeah, that's a fun one. You ever broken up with someone? Just trashed them to all your friends? Then you show up with them like, hey! Let's keep what I said between us. I got pretty honest back there. (laughs) She dumped me the first time. I got her the second time, so. Oh, I'm a much bigger fan of the sequel. We dated, and then she was like, I don't like you, and I was heartbroken, and then she's like, I want you back, and then we got back together, and then I broke up with her, because she's a terrible person. Uh, but you don't know. No one ever knows when you're dating a terrible person. You just don't, until you get out. It's like living in a house that's haunted. At first, it comes around, you're like, look at it, it's beautiful, available. Right in our range. (laughs) And you move in, and after a week, the walls start bleeding. You're like, that's kind of (laughs) weird. Then the furniture starts getting thrown around. You're like, oh, my God, I don't feel safe. (laughs) Then you finally get out, and you're like, oh, that was a portal to hell. Okay. (laughs) Oh, got it. The entire time we dated, I was like, I love how sarcastic she is. She's so sarcastic. (laughs) Two months after we broke up, I thought, I think she meant all of that. (laughs) I think she's a straight-up mean person. (laughs) She was mean. She was wealthy. I've never, ever dated a wealthy person before, and I learned they're very cold on the inside. (laughs) They don't like emotions, because that's what poor people love with. (laughs) You get emotional around a wealthy person Like don't do that (laughs) What are you doing That's currency for the poor (laughs) She hated I grew up without money She would never say it That was the problem She just hated the stuff that I liked That reminded her I grew up without money Like I told her that I like ranch salad dressing Because it's delicious. (laughs) Turns out I might as well have told her that I eat human shit. Because that was... She's like, you like ranch? I'm like, I love it. It's from Hidden Valley. It's the best. (laughs) What do you think I like that half-step and wishbone bullshit? That's that's gas station ranch. (sighs) I like professional wrestling. Just like Phoebe. I love professional wrestling. She, She hated it. It's very rare you find a woman that understands it. Listen, ladies, I understand. I'm a grown man who likes professional wrestling. It's silly. I'll give you that. But don't treat me like I'm dumb. She'd always be like, you know, it's fake. Yeah. You know they're on steroids. Yeah. I'm sorry, do steroids ruin the integrity of a fake fight for you? I hate to break this to you, but The Undertaker's never been dead. I'm just jealous. That's what it is. I'm just jealous, if I'm being completely honest. I'm, I'm not jealous. I'm bitter. Because I liked her. I really liked her. And we broke up before I could get to the best part of dating a wealthy girl. That part where her dad offers me a check to stay away from her. I thought that's what they do to all the poor boyfriends in the movies. How much money is it going to take for you to go away? One Verizon bill. (laughs) Pay my November. I'll fuck off right now. All right. Thank you guys very much. You were very fun. Have a good night. I just, um, I've been really into crystals lately because I went. <laughs> what the you know fuck? I'm always trying to fucking goop, dude. Don't judge. <laughs> I'm sick of your I'm goop like, life. I'm so like goop adjacent, but like not, <laughs> not like goopy enough. Yeah. And I went to this crystal store. Yeah. And they sold everything that was like adjacent to crystals. So it was like incense and like 
yoga pants and um, <laughs> tarot deck. Like every, like they sold everything, like soaps with roses in them. This sounds and like a literal nightmare. This is anyway, awful. I was like checking out, and this girl walks in and I'm checking out this is like a nice handsome dude very zen because he's like fucking breathing incense in like 24 hours a day and the girl was like hey I want to get these yoga pants and he was like okay he was like those are $36 and she was like I got $19 and he was like no yeah (laughs) and she was like come on $19 and he was like no I I I'm a small business owner in New York City. Yeah. Um, and she was like, all right, 25. And he was like, I what? need $36 yeah. from you. And I'm just like standing here, like trying to fucking get my incense in my rose quartz and fucking go like a human being. <laughs> and he's like, it's $36. And she's like, all right, all right, all right. Well, what about 35? Oh, come on. <laughs> 35. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, fucking come on. Like, yeah. 35? And he was like, uh, all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she was like, yes. And it was like, what? <laughs> what did you win, bitch? What did you win? Oh, my God. For $1. 35. Wow. I don't know what that quality is. Yeah. I'm not into bartering. Like, I just accept no. the price that it is. Yeah. And I let them know. Like, I... I I was flying back uh, out of LAX today and I went and got a bottle of water and it was $5 when they rang it up. And I was like, wait, this bottle of water is $5? She was like, yes. And I go, this is ignorant. And then I paid her and left. <laughs> like, you do that. You, you let them know you have yeah. a problem with it and you still pay full price. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> I've been doing a, a bunch of shows and I went to um, this college in the middle of Pennsylvania yeah. and... The fucking hotel, it, it didn't have any water in the rooms. And I was like, this is like a hill town. Like, there, there needs to be water on this floor or something. And there wasn't, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what, Bucket? Like, I'm working. I'm, I'll, I'll buy some water, right? And so I call, and I'm like, uh, hey, can I just get some water up here? He's like, yeah. Um, how many do you want? And I was like, two and he was like that's gonna be twelve dollars wait what and i was like wait what <laughs> and he was like yeah it's gonna be twelve dollars and just so that you know you in order to get them you need to go down to the lobby go to the gift shop no. and buy them he was like or i could charge you ten dollars and we can bring up the twelve dollar water up for you and i was like are you fucking insane yeah all right yeah i'll take them just bring them up that's yeah. okay <laughs> Absolutely. That's I need crazy. the water. I'm I like had already taken my bra off and like my shoes. <laughs> Are you guys ready for more show? Uh, we are too. Our next act, he's very, very funny. He's a writer on the Tonight Show. Very classy. Please give it up for Josh Johnson! Cool. So real quick, is it just me or is the mark of a good party always something bad happening? <laughs> you know, no one's ever like, oh my gosh, that was a great party last night. We all drank just enough, got home safe, and woke up in time for breakfast. That's never the description ever. It's always like, great party, Bill died. Great party. <laughs> Fantastic party. I mean, Bill did. Somebody calls his mom. He gone. I don't talk to Bill like that. But great party. All right. The first time I ever went to a fraternity party, and a girl twerked on me. I fell down because I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Like, like she just started backing out of time to bend my knees or catch her. I was like, oh, but great party though. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell you know, by looking at me or my general demeanor, but I am not an alpha male. <laughs> I'm not an alpha. I'm not even a beta. I'm like three before omega. <laughs> I have been called a bitch to my face before and been like, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> I 
And I know I'm lucky to be a millennial because if I had been born even 10 years earlier, I wouldn't have lived this long. <laughs> I know that because I was in Louisiana for 10 minutes <laughs> before I let a possum climb me, all right? <laughs> It was just coming right at me. And by the time I realized it wasn't like a squirrel that wanted to play, it was hanging off my belt. Like, I don't know. And now, like, I don't know if you ever looked a possum in the face in person before, but its face is an actual asshole. It's the most horrifying thing you can look into. So now I'm trying to hump it off as hard as I can. I'm trying to dig deep and hump it off because I don't want to touch it. Everybody knows you touch a possum and get bit by a possum. You become a possum. That's just science. So now I'm trying to hump it off as hard as I can. And it climbs onto my shoulder and chirps in my ear. And not the cute Pocahontas, like, meow, meow, meow. He's like, oh, immediately. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know I died this young. I thought I'd accomplish a lot more before I died. And I turned, he's like, oh, okay, well. And then my friend slapped off my shoulder and saved my life. Have you ever had your life saved when the stakes were incredibly low? I went, went on a, a date, which was big for me. I don't get to go on a lot of dates because I don't know how to talk to people. So I was on this date with this, with this young lady, and like I'm going to give you the details. Went to a movie, then went to dinner, and then went back to my place. Okay? And guys, I'm going to go there with you. I'm going to get a little nasty. All right? Get a little nasty with you. We were kissing, okay? We were kissing, all right? Oh, what do you know about this kissing? And so, and so in the middle of kissing, she tells me that she wants me to choke her. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have arthritis in my hands. So I couldn't talk up how I was about to choke her. I'm about to choke her. She's about to find out about me. So I was trying to talk up how bad I was going to choke her, make her feel like she was still into it, you know? So I was like, baby, I'm going to choke you, all right? Because that's what you want, because that's what you need, okay? But it will feel like a turtleneck. There's nothing... <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry. I was like, baby, I'm a choke. No, you got to get choked. You have to be choked. It's choking time, okay? I'm even shake your head and screaming your face while I choke you, all right? But you will feel safe the entire time. <laughs> nothing I can do about that. My uncle will try to give me advice. Like, I don't know. I, like, this is just, I'm just talking about where, where I grew up, okay? I don't know what your families are like, okay? But for me... Uncles are just dads that never made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, your dad will give you a sip of beer when your mom's not looking when you're 14, but your uncle will be like, this is crack! Like, that's... <laughs> Those are two very different individuals. And so my uncle will try to give me advice, but he is so clearly inserting himself in the advice he gives me. It's so apparent. He's just plugging himself in. Like, I was talking to him. I was like, hey, Unc, like, it's been a good year. You know, things are going really well for me. I'm just wondering what my next step is. I just want to be happy. What do you think I should do? And he was like, you young. You got prospects. Fuck. Like, that's the entire conversation. That was the whole thing, top to bottom, just now. <laughs> that's all we talked about. There was another time where I was like, hey, Unc, like, you know, I've, been talking, I've been talking to this woman, and, and like, I know I like her, and she likes me. I should just pull the trigger, ask her to be my girlfriend, but I'm just very scared because I've only ever been broken up with. I've only ever been hurt. I just don't want to be hurt again. I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? And he was like, you young? You good looking? Shit! Like, that's every time we talk.
devastating. Um, I got to do this show with these other comics. They liked me a lot, so they brought me along with them to do this show. And we were going to get paid a ton of money, each get a hotel room. It was going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. (laughs) We get there. There was a terrible miscommunication with the booker. We don't have four hotel rooms. We have one hotel room with one bed, and we all just got in it like it made sense. So now it's me and three of the biggest black dudes in the world in one bed. And I knew them, so I knew I didn't want to sleep with them because I knew we all had sleeping disorders. Okay? I have insomnia. I was up all night. Man that slept right here had sleep at me. This man died three times that night. Man in the middle is a six foot eight, 208 pound black man. This is how he snored all night, nonstop, whole night. <laughs> oh, the entire night. <laughs> the entire night without fail, it was horrific. Okay. Man at the end right here has night terrors. He's a screamer. I don't know he's scared of because he's bigger than everything. But he screamed so hard and so loud, he woke up people in the next hotel room over, but not himself. So all night, all you had was this dude right here making noise, this dude right here moaning, this dude right here screaming, and me laying horizontal at the bottom of the bed like a dog. So all I heard all night, all I heard the entire night was Yeah, it was terrible. I didn't get any sleep at all. <laughs> Guys, I'm Josh Johnson. Thanks so much. You have a great night. Appreciate it. her before earlier in the show. She's been on Comedy Central. She's hilarious. Please give up for Sarah Tullamore! Guys, let's hear it for Jessica and Phoebe one more time. Uh, have you guys done Uberpool? You guys? I, uh, yeah, it's weird. I did it a few weeks ago, but by accident. Like, I didn't realize I signed up for the pool part. So then the driver went to come pick me up, and then he went to go pick up another person. So I thought I was getting murdered. (laughs) And I still didn't say anything. I was just in the backseat like, never mind. (laughs) I don't want to be a bother during my murder. (laughs) Do not fight into that light. <laughs> it's good to know. I just got my cable and my IUD installed. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It was a uh, bundle package. <laughs> Time Warner's doing some really great things these days. <laughs> so I have like a hundred channels and no kids, so... That's great. I love it. (laughs) That's cool. I did get an IUD. Uh, Any ladies or a weird guy get one? Uh, Oh, wow. All right, cool. (laughs) I did no research on it. (laughs) I just went into Planned Parenthood, and I was like, what are all the girls getting? (laughs) I was like, cool, let's put that in my vagina for seven years. Like, I have no idea what it looks like. Like, it could be a Lego piece in there, for all I know. No clue. I think I did more research buying a cell phone than I did on getting an IUD. It's not good. And it stays in you for a long time, seven years. That's, like, a really long time. 
And then when the seven years is up, they take it out. And then I open it up and look at all the stuff that I put inside of it. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, look at all these memories. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> My baseball cards. <laughs> like a really cool time capsule. <laughs> Super cool. I did get a well woman's exam beforehand. You guys know what that is, right? It's uh, where female comics go for material sometimes. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any jokes. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, a lot of times when you go there, they ask you questions about your sexual health. And one of the questions they asked me was like, how often do you give yourself a breast exam? And I don't really. I'm kind of lazy about that. Um, also, just because like, I have small breasts, like I know my inventory pretty well. <laughs> or I at least see it, I think. I'm never like, oh shit, there's more breasts back there that I forgot about. But I didn't want them to know that I was that irresponsible. So I thought the appropriate response was every day. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I overshot it <laughs> by a few months. <laughs> I thought it was like flossing. <laughs> I thought you floss and then check your breast every day. <laughs> but then I was like, what girl doesn't touch her breast at least once a day, right? Like, at least inadvertently, there's like, Woo! <laughs> I touch them. <laughs> They're weird, you know? They're kind of like our balls, you know? <laughs> I feel like they never ask guys how often they give themselves a testicle check. They're probably like, how were they this morning? <laughs> On the train ride here. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> they touch them all the time. <laughs> I only know that because my fiancé, he touches his balls all the time while we watch TV. He says it relaxes him. So uh, don't touch a remote when you come over. <laughs> Just a heads up. <laughs> it's good to know. Most of you guys are from New York, right? All right, cool. So you've seen a lot of people cry in public, right? That's our favorite thing to do. When the weather's nice, we just go outside and cry. <laughs> I've mainly only really seen ladies cry. Like, I've never seen a guy cry in public, but I've seen a guy masturbate in public, which I think is y'all's crying, I think. <laughs> I'm in a little bit of debt right now. Does anybody have debt? Oh, good. All right, party people. Great. I don't have a lot of debt. It's just, like, enough where I think about it all day long. Do you guys have that debt? <laughs> One time I did get out of debt, and then I was like, now what? <laughs> now I have nothing to live for anymore. So I just put myself back into debt again. Feels good. <laughs> I have some goals again. Like, if you pay your debt off, that's great. But if you don't and then die, like, that's pretty great, too. <laughs> that's the plan I'm on right now. It's called the fuck it plan. And you can just buy whatever you want, and then you just die. <laughs> Make sure you die, though. That's the most important part of this plan. That's so important. You got to do that. <laughs> it's great. I love Chipotle. I stand by them. I know they had a rough year this last year. Did you guys know that? Yeah. They were giving people diarrhea. That's tragic. <laughs> One time I walked into Chipotle with diarrhea. And then they made me leave. They were like, you can't bring your own diarrhea in here. All right, guys, you've been great. Let's hear it for Tahir Dove Queen. Thank you. Give it up for Sarah Thomas. You just heard Sarah Thomas. Josh Johnson, and Dan Soder. Tito Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Hey Boo, Matt Boynton, Hey Bay, Ed Haber, Hey Hubby, 
George Wellington, hey side piece, Alex Overton, hey one night stand, Isaac Jones, hey second husband, and Chanel Estrada, lesbian life partner. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. In my dreams, he would be in my vagina. Okay. Have you seen our Instagram? It's got selfies. It's got fan art. It's got behind the scenes photos and videos. So follow that gram, dude. At Two Dope Queens. <laughs> yeah, and please subscribe to 2DQ wherever you get your podcasts. I know you're probably like, uh, yeah, right. What difference is that going to make? Well, actually, it makes a huge difference that is visible in like charts and numbers and like my bank account and like the fucking rotations around the sun. So, but whatever, just hit subscribe. It helps. And you know, rain the show, if you like it, would also help. Okay, that does it for us, but we'll have another new episode for your ass real soon. It's really hard to translate being a villain into your brand. I feel like... You see Mel Gibson's trying to do it right now with his new movie. Fuck him. Fuck his stupid-ass beard. Fuck his apology tour right now. Yeah, that's trash. Don't you dare come on my television in HD with fucking... Long John Silver beard in my face. Yeah, looking like a fucking pirate, dude. Yeah. It's disrespectful to the pirate community that Mel Gibson's whack ass looks like a pirate right now yeah. doing a press tour. It's disrespectful to ZZ Top and their legendary fucking beard that he's out here with his trash ass beard mm. and his fucking homophobia, racism, mm. not believing the Holocaust happened. Mm. Are you fucking serious, dude? Right. And Mel Gibson thinks it's cool because he fucking goes on Colbert because he goes on the show of a dude that I want to fuck. And then I think I'm going to be like, oh, I want to fuck you too now. Like, I'm stupid. Mel Gibson, do you know how disrespectful that is to Phoebe that you would confuse her sexually like that by taking your ass on Colbert? (laughs) (laughs) She's horny for one dude. And fucking revolted by the other. How dare you, bro? How dare you? I liked what women want. (laughs) We believed in you. I'm David Remnick, and each week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, my colleagues and I unpack what's happening in a very complicated world. You'll hear from the New Yorker's award-winning reporters and thinkers... Jelani Cobb on race and justice, Jill Lepore on American history, Vincent Cunningham and Gia Tolentino on culture, Bill McKibben on climate change, and many more. To get the context behind events in the news, listen to the New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.